Welcome to Wild Tater, the Food Forest Podcast. Today we're going to talk about one of my all-time favorite plants, and I know I pretty much say that every plant is my favorite, but this is one that, uh, you know, if you're, if you're talking about the broad category of this kind of plant, if I could only choose one kind of plant in my yard, it just might be this one, and that is the serviceberry. Specifically, we're going to talk about the Lamarckie service berry. That way we can talk about other service berries in later episodes. But as far as the berries go, they're pretty much the same uh, with every different kind of service berry. They just have slightly different heights or slightly different colors, whatever. Um, but they're pretty much the same as far as how you're going to prepare the, the berries and so forth, which is to eat them. So the Lamarckie service berry... Uh, Botanical name is Alamankir lamarki. It can survive in cold hardiness zones 4 to 10, which means it can withstand cold down to negative 30 degrees Fahrenheit or negative uh, 34 degrees Celsius. Um, the soil pH, and this is one of my favorite things about the service berry because of our very alkaline soil, it will do just fine in anything from 5.6 to 7.5, which is to say it prefers a rather neutral soil, but it will do okay in an acid soil as well, as long as it's not too terribly acid. It's just got this wide range of soils it can it can do in. As far as water, it only needs average water. It's rather drought tolerant once it, it establishes, and I have seen these in light of that. I have seen these in particularly drought years go summer dormant or uh, uh, heat deciduous, which is to say they may drop their leaves, act like they're um, dying, but they're not dying, they're going dormant for a particularly dry spell. And then we start watering them again, they'll come back out of it. And this happened this last year we because we have suffered a severe drought this year uh, with our service berries. They did go summer deciduous, but they came back just fine in the fall. Happy to move, continue along like normal. Their blooming season is very early spring. And for those of you in cold climates, you may worry because you, you see your apple trees, blossoms freeze, and then, you know, the blossoms fall off and, and you don't get any fruit that year. Well, let me tell you, serviceberry was the first thing last year to flower. It was its first year flowering. It, it, you know, we just planted it a couple of years ago and it just, boom, just covered in these beautiful white blossoms. And then we had two solid weeks of hardcore freeze. And I thought, no, it killed off my fruit. I was so excited to have some service berry. Well, you know what? This service berry was untouched by that. It grew fruit without any trouble. So if you're concerned about the cold for that early spring blossom, don't even worry about it. These guys, they can take it. Their fruiting age, they will usually grow uh, fruit two to, years, two to three years after planting. That has been about my experience as well. Uh, pollination for fruit. They are self-fertile, which means that you don't need another service berry to get fruit. However, every plant likes additional varieties around it so if you do plant some uh, other 
surface berries around, you probably get more fruit, but they don't need it. If you're if you've only got a tiny space and you only have room for one surface berry, you'll be you'll do just fine. You get lots of berries, and it'll go great for you. I will say too, in light of of this, that not only, in fact, if you go to the the nurseries, um, they will usually have service berry, but uh, they are put with the ornamental trees for the simple reason that these things are just absolutely gorgeous. They're just these beautiful, they, they're almost like a snowball bush of blossoms, just gorgeous uh, blossomy trees. And then they have some pretty colors in the fall and so forth. So they're usually put with the ornamentals. But, you know, I, I think that's great as long as you're also putting it with the fruit because these things are amazing for fruit. Anyway, size at maturity. At full size, they will get about 15 t- feet tall and 15 feet wide. Now, this is one of the places that different kinds of service berries will differ. The, um, uh, the for example... The Allegheny service berry will sometimes grow up to 40 feet tall. And then uh, the Saskatoon service berry will usually grow only, you know, 10 feet tall, something like that. And the uh, Lamarckie service berry will grow about 15 feet tall and wide. It is known to grow a little bit taller, sometimes taller than wide. Um, but that's one of the differences between the Lamarckie and other service berries. As far as sun needs, it prefers full sun to partial shade. It'll do okay in shade, but it will fruit better in the sun. Its preferred habitat, if it had its druthers, it would probably want a sunny or part shaded cool mountainside sitting on a in lightly moist, rich, loamy soil. But having said that, like I said, these things will grow almost anywhere in in our desert climate out here. They, they just love it out here. They actually grow wild in the mountains up here, at least some types of service berries, uh, particularly Utah service berries. Now, one thing to keep in mind with service berry in general, but uh, Lamarckie service berry specifically, it has a rather slow to medium growth rate. So you're not going to have, you know, five feet of growth a year growing on these things. They're, they're rather slow and that's okay. Um, you know, 15, 20 years in, it will be its maximum size, and they will live an average lifespan of about 40 years. Now, I get that number from other service berries. I have not been able to find specifically the maximum age or maximum average age of a Lamarckie service berry, but most service berries live around 40 years, which sounds like not very much, but Keep in mind, these guys are eager to fruit. So, you know, you could probably plant one from seed and at two years old, it's already producing fruit at, you know, a foot and a half tall or whatever. It's just a few, those first couple of years. And then, you know, every year it'll have a little bit more. So it's not like it's not going to produce as much fruit. It's not like, you know, a walnut that takes 20 years to produce its first fruit it will start producing fairly young and even very small. Um, and then just every year it'll grow a few more as it gets bigger. So don't be too scared away by the slow to medium growth rate of these. If you're wanting them for something like a hedge, then I would recommend planting them um, downwind from 
something hedgy, something else hedgy, uh, so that, because they're not, I've, I've read that they're not very tolerant of wind, which has not been my experience. Ours get wind blasted all the time, and they do just fine. I, I haven't had a problem with them. Maybe it's just the drying out of the soil that people are concerned about, because ours, we put, plant most of our stuff in dips, you know, uh, sunken beds rather than raised beds and so forth because of all our wind and that probably helps with that and of course we put mulch around the ground to keep the moisture in as well and that probably helps as well um, so anyway you know if you put them uh, just downwind of of something kind of hedgy then they can they can grow up and over over the years they can grow up and over that hedgy height to the 15 to 20 foot tall range, making a really nice windbreak uh, if that's what you're going for. And then of course they'll have those beautiful flowers which will give a beautiful smell, kind of like lilacs do with all those flowers. And, uh, and you know, win-win for everybody. And bees will love you, which is another good reason to have serviceberry around. Because of all those beautiful flowers, it invites so many pollinators. So if you have you know, a service berry of any type in the middle of your garden, then you're going to get a lot more bees come and, and uh, pollinate your fruits and vegetables and so forth. Okay, um, as for the plant family, it is in the apple family, which brings us to the uh, point of eating the fruit. Because while these, I wouldn't call these tasting like apple in the way that something like a rose hip tastes like an apple, but um, they do have just a touch of, of kind of an apple quality about them. That said, it's not the astringent aspect or, or tartness of an apple at all. In fact, these are, are such a mild and sweet flavor that I tend to tell people just picture blueberries that grow on trees, okay? That's kind of what these are, with just a little bit more flavor. And yes, they do have seeds in the middle, but they're less noticeable um, when you're eating them than something like a raspberry. And the seeds are just fine to eat. They're so small, they're kind of like a tiny, slick sesame seed. And so you don't even really notice them. Um, when I notice them, I spit them out so that I can grow some more service berries, I hope. Um, but eating them is just fine. It's not a large enough seed to be any kind of problem for your body. In fact, these are so abundant growing on a tree or, you know, growing tree, um, or for sure a mature tree that, and, and they're so healthy and safe to eat that these very well could be staple food like apples are like peaches are and so forth they they can be eaten in quantity without a worry of any kind of toxicity like you might get with something like a buffalo berry you know you wouldn't want to eat a cup and a half of straight buffalo berries that that'd be a little bit much for you unless you cooked it and then it'd be fine but but with these you could eat a cup and a half of service berries and be just fine that said, being berries, they are packed with all the fruit qualities that fruits have. And just like any 
fruit, obviously you eat too many, you may get the runs. So, you know, eat them with a fine cheese and maybe you'll be just fine. But um, as far as how to prepare them, first off, obviously fresh. I ha we haven't been able to try cooking them yet because they never make it to the table. They, they get gobbled off the tree too quickly, um, which is great. But they are very well known for jams, jellies, pies, and other kinds of cooking. And, um, you know, I could see their potential for things like muffins, pancakes, sweet breads as well. Just, just about anywhere you could use a blueberry or a raspberry or a strawberry, these would be fantastic for. And I, and I would recommend that. In, in fact, I've, I've just started a Pinterest board on my Pinterest uh, for food forest perennial food recipes. And what I'm going to start trying to do is, whenever I'm posting these um, episodes, I will add a few recipes that I can find on the internet around that particular fruit. Because that's one of the difficulties. You're like, this is great. You know, these taste fantastic, but I don't know what to do with them. I don't know how to prepare them. I don't, you know, do I just put them in a bowl and hope everybody eats them? You know, if your kids are not like mine, maybe they won't eat them. I don't know. And, but uh, if you cook them into pancakes, for example, maybe they'll gobble them right up. You know, if you're the kind of person that's that's like, I don't want to get a plant if I don't know how to prepare the food that it grows, well, then this is going to be the, the Pinterest board for you. It is linked from our website, which is wildtater.com. You just go there and you'll see the uh, food forest recipes um, there. The, the tab right there in front of you. So um, anyway, so I added a few service berry recipes to that. And in, in case anybody's curious about the uh, breeding of the Lamarckie service berry specifically, it's a cross, a natural hybrid of the downy service berry, which is a, a, a million chair or a million care, arborier, and the Allegheny service berry which is Amaliancure Lavis. So get yourself a Lamarckie service berry or just about any kind of service berry you can get your hands on. They're fantastic. They're a favorite of mine. Something that I want to start seeing in the grocery stores sold in quantity because they should be. They're just amazing. And they're a great source of, let's see, what was it? Iron and um, copper. So if you're in need of more iron and copper. They're a good source. Um, and in case you've not seen these, they're about 10 millimeters in diameter, which is almost half an inch in size. My, uh, my own experiences, like I said, they're the size of blueberries. And they even kind of look like a little more red than blueberries. But anyway, so get yourself a Lamarckie service berry. And thank you again for listening.